0: Rodeo time, gotta get her on down the road. Welcome ladies and gentlemen, I'm Dale Brisby, this is Rodeo Time, the podcast, and uh, your boy is just keeping it 90, I'm out here doing it every single day, it's the first day of February, and uh, it's been a little minute since I've done a podcast, we uh, need to bring a guest on, I've got some ideas, I've got a big name guest coming in, and uh, not bigger than Dale Brisby, but, but but still a, a, a decent-sized name, uh, won many world championships. Um, it's in the 20s, to give you a hint. Uh, got some podcasts lined up with uh, Leroy, who is a C-section baby, which isn't really that important and not really relevant until he goes to leave, and he's probably going to go out the, the, the window rather than the door. So... Uh, got some great guests coming on soon. Um, today, what are we going to do, Dale? What are we going to talk about today? Um, and I'm going to answer that for you. Today, we're going to talk about your problems or questions. Maybe it's, it's not a problem, it's just a question, and DB is going to help you answer it, because that's what I do. I'm a giver. I'm here to give back to you, the citizens of Winnebago. If you're listening to this, you're a citizen of Winnebago, and uh, DB is your fearless leader, the mayor, if you will. But, um, I'm like a, I'm a cool man. I'm like, I'm like a, a really cool uncle. You're, you're visiting your uncle's house, the cool uncle. Okay. So he, he's got, he, he doesn't want you to touch like his guitar. I don't even know how to play it, but he don't want you to touch it. But also he's going to like, let you have ass, ice cream after nine thirty. So, you know, he's got some rules, but, but they're cool. You know what I'm saying? I I apologize for any background noise. I'm in the warehouse. I'm in my podcast room in the warehouse. Uh, They're like elves working out there, except they got normal size ears, you know, Uh, except Caitlin. She hides her ears with her hair. I think she might have big ears. She might have elfish ears. Caitlin may have some elfish features. Donnie's kind of short, which, you know, most of the elves I've met were pretty short. But um, so maybe they are working like elves, come to think of it. But essentially what they're doing is they're packing orders. It's like Christmas time. You go on DaleBrisby.com and that's who this podcast is brought to you by. That's why we're talking about them. They got all the goods, you know, unless you, they may not be that good to you if you don't wear shirts. If you don't wear a shirt, you don't wear headwear, then, you know, this doesn't apply to you. And I apologize that you're having to listen to this. If you find yourself one day shirtless and you're like, I'd really like to put a shirt on, then DaleBrisby.com is the place for you because we've got the finest in the industry of shirts, okay? Um, We've also got beanies. Check this out. Old Sun. Got this new super puncher cap. Pretty punchy. This is a five panel. I'm really in love with it. Um, Check out this hoodie, JB Mooney. Your favorite Mooney's own T-shirt is now offered in a hoodie. Um, Cody Webster, True Burson. Those are the guys that I carry their lines, and uh, it's because I mentor them. So, I carry their line. All available on DaleBresby.com. Let's get into, Dale, what are we going to talk about today? Well, I've had some people message me, and uh, I'd like to uh, visit with them. Now, some of you followed directions, and you sent in a video, and these are, you'll be the first ones on the podcast whose uh, life questions get answered. We've got Sarah Ciesoleski. Her sister has actually sent one in before so me let me get this started so do help me out i got this new rocket donkey okay and she's great i love her a lot she's a bit of an improvement for my last horse she's made out of spare parts chicken nugget i think she said she's got a donkey i don't know something about a donkey let's see what she says I didn't really have a brain i got this new one she's great she's really smart Except. When I take her places and people be looking. Donkeys are so smart, it makes them look dumb. Okay, I've trained a donkey before for Clint Cannon. You know the bareback rider? He like set the single season earning record. He went like 200 horses without getting a buck off or missing his mark out. Great friend of mine. uh, Trained a donkey for him. Really hard to train a donkey. Down on me like dang old son. You'd be riding a shrimp. And I'm like, I know she's 12 and a half hands. What can I do? What do I say to those people, Dale? I don't know what to do anymore. Like, they don't make growth serums. Donnie's already checked. He's stuck that way and so is my pony. What do I do? So what she's got is a short donkey and she's got people making fun of her because of her short donkey. And what does she say to those people who make fun of her for a short donkey? Um, I, I don't think you say much. I think you get a short donkey and you kind of are asking for it. All right. They're already going to be talking to you because you got a donkey. Now it's a short donkey on top of that. So, um, that, that's, uh, that's a problem. You, you, you're going to have to get some thick skin. You know, you mentioned they don't have growth serum because Donnie's already checked. Donnie's had to grow some thick skin cause he's a little shorter. Um, unless you get your knees done, anybody that's seen white chicks that, which, uh, I, I don't know that you can. But if you do, then then that's your answer. Uh, short donkey probs. Who who else do we have here? Pr Picasso. Pr underscore Picasso. What you got for us? Have you ever even gone ninety, bro? Who are you talking to? I know you ain't talking to Dale Brisby. Have you ever even gone ninety? You got the wrong one, old son. This DB. I went ninety this morning. Riding bulls and punching fools. I've already ridden my bull today, so be careful because you're treading on thin ice. Thin ice, son. Texas ice. That means it's ice in the morning, and it's 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 like midday right now. So it's about to be very thin because it's gonna be 80 by this evening. That's why I got on a hoodie and then a a, a mesh back cap because that's kind of that's Texas. Okay. Sorry, not sorry. Hey Dale, I'm Brant, uh, and my question for you was. How long did it take your parents to realize that you are the greatest bull rider to ever walk the earth? Did they pretty much know the second you were born or did it take them a few years or was it something that it was like they had to learn? They didn't have like the instinct that you did of just knowing. So that's my question. Thank you. Really good question. Um, You know, somebody was asking me about my my, my dad and if he was an inspiration in my life. And, 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 you know, he was. I got to say props to you, Pops, for props to Pops for hooking up with my mom because that's really what got me my start, okay, biologically. I was just super different than even they were, anybody on this earth, actually, and uh, I mean, how are they supposed to know that me as a baby, that I was going to make my own living riding bulls at nine years old and, and move out, you know what I'm saying, before I hit double digits, son? That's D.B., I mean, I invented riding bulls with one hand, for heaven's sakes. So, like, could they see that coming? No. But can you blame them? Who else could? Not them. All right. What else we got? Morning, DB. Your boys laid up in here with COVID. I ain't got no way to pass the time other than to watch your videos and watch Lonesome Dove like I've been doing. And here's my question. If you DB were in charge of recasting Lonesome Dove for a remake, who would you cast as Call and Gus? Thanks. Ooh. That's a good question. It's going to be a mixture between me, Leroy JB. We would probably have to alternate parts, okay? Cuz I'm clearly the boss, but I'm clearly like the fun haver and though that's a that's a mixture. So you got I don't know, but then there's sometimes J.B. is clearly the fun haver, and sometimes he's the... Bu- when it comes to, like, JBDB D.B. Bucking Bulls, I kind of let him take the lead on that, mainly because he doesn't trust me, but also because I don't want to take the lead. I just like to kind of follow his lead, but in the apparel, I take the lead, and he doesn't, mainly because it's not as fun, and so... You got that dynamic. Um, Tough question. I would say Dale, JB, Leroy, we alternate roles and parts depending on – especially if you want to take that mile-long shot off the side of his dead horse that Gus takes, that's going to have to be Leroy. Like he's just dead eye with a gun. Whiskey on the porch, that's Leroy and JB. So, I don't – man, that's a good question. Um, And who asked it, by the way? Dalton Duhon. Dalton Duhon, great question. Um, Who do we have next? Dale, what's up? I left an Instagram comment on your last post, and you're honestly probably looking at the next best intern. Let's be real. Um, The question I got for you is I live up in Oregon. I'm 27 years old. I'm out of the military, I'm trying to pursue, pursue bull riding as a profession. Right now I'm doing HVAC, obviously it's a pretty good trade, not making too bad of money, but I think I'm ready to move on to the next best thing. And I think that's learning from the greatest bull rider in the world, being you. Um, Shoot for the moon. And so that's it. Thanks, Sam. So great start. You got a military guy and he's got a, a really good trade in his back pocket. So, uh, you know, military is almost like his college where he learned probably just as much, probably more than what people learn in college, uh, about life and leadership and running machinery. And, but then he's also got, you know, a trade that he's fallen back on to me. That's a fallback. People wanna call college a four-year degree like a fallback. No, you need a trade. Go for eight weeks to shoe in school or welding school or learn how to put in AC units, be an electric uh, electrician, a plumber. Uh, th- those All those guys make like 55, 65 an hour. You go to college, then you gotta go to this job and get paid $15 an hour to learn how to do the job you're gonna do where you can eventually, hopefully make 25, 35 an hour. Um, I'm not saying don't go to college. I'm saying don't go to college as a fallback plan. You know, so it's just like you're, you go into all this $250,000 in debt. So you have a plan B well, your plan a better work out. Gosh, dang. If you're 200 quarter of a million dollars in debt, if you got a free ride, that's a no brainer and go have fun in college and college rodeo. But Okay, he wants to learn how to ride bulls. Let's get back on track, Dale. Stop trying to freaking talk about college. Nobody cares. Um, He wants to ride bulls. Bulls, yes, you're doing a great job by reaching out to Dale Brisby and saying, hey, you're the greatest of all time. You're admitting that. I want to learn from you. And there's opportunities to learn here. Um, Currently, we're going to have a spot open soon, probably by the time this podcast hits the air where we've got an intern that's graduating up to become an employee. The next intern position at rodeo time has to be someone that can edit videos. If you want to get on bulls, that's great. If you want to learn how to ranch, that's great. But most of your day will be spent on a computer. So if you know how to run a Mac, if you have a Mac, that's even better. If you know how to run final cut on a Mac and edit videos, then you have a great chance at being my intern. Somebody hits me up like that. Like Dale, I can edit like no other. I want to learn how to ride bulls. Me and you can make an exchange. old son, we can do some bartering. I, I got the bulls. I got bull riders constantly coming in here. I'm the greatest of all time. I need videos chopped up. So that's kind of a plug, but it's an answer to your question. How do you, he, he asked the question and who was it that asked by the way, Shane, underscore shane oh underscore there you go oh son that's what i'm talking about if animals could talk which would be the rudest tim hayes asks uh probably new mexico bad boy to be honest i'm a little sour on new mexico bad boy because he just put my boy rickle in uh my freezer okay so yeah new mexico bad boy would be pretty rude And uh, that's why I'm tempted to spur him with the heel of my boot, old son. Because, but we also need to have enough money added for me to get on one. Now I'm going to go to Instagram. I've had I did a Q&A session where a bunch of you guys. submitted some questions that I answered some on instagram and um, i'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna expand on those here on the podcast because what is a short answer to a question if you don't have context you know what I'm saying Dale what else do you think about you know I don't know let's find out let's, let's find out okay how many horses do you have I got all of them All right, don't ask me how many horses, how many bulls, how many cows I have. You already know that I'm going to tell you that you ain't no cowboy for asking that. Literally, literally, this is a word to the wise. If you ever go to someone's place, if you go to their ranch, if you go to, you know, feedlot, horse trainer, wherever it is, do not ask them how many cows they have, how many horses they have, how many acres they have. They don't want to get asked that. It's literally saying like, hey, how much money do you make? You know, now you can do math. Like you can talk about the stocking rate. You know what I mean? Like how many acres to the cow you got going out here? You know, like I'm, I'm not saying, I mean, why are you trying to figure it out anyway? It's none of your business. But um, I don't want to tell you how many horses I have. Right now I got too many. I'm trying to get rid of some, but it's none of your business. So that's why I say things like all of them. What else we got? That's a happy birthday, Tough Cooper. How'd you get into ranching? Your mom and I saved up all we could, and I bought a herd, and then I kicked her out because she was eating all their feed. Um, that's pretty much it. All right, I got into ranching. I borrowed some money from my mom about. Now this is when growing up, I had we would I would get a show heifer, and then keep her as a cow, you know, and so I always I always had cows at like one or two here and there um and, and and then I also did a program growing up ever since third grade it was called commercial steers and um you, I do not miss showing pigs halter steers like it's all bull crap. it's all bullcrap I'm sorry if that's how you make your living in DB's opinion it's bull crap, it's too much money just based on the performance of the animal so growing up, I did commercial steers. They do it in San Antonio. They do it in Houston. They they used to do it in Amarillo. Where else? Our our local show does it here. But there's a few places where you can do commercial steers, and it's basically a pin of two in San Antonio or a pin of three, and it's a feedlot situation. You got you don't halter break them, cause why in the fart do you need to know how to halter break a steer? How's that gonna help you in ranching in the real world? Oh, we got our uh, seventy new. Seventy-two new cows in. Let's go halter break them and their babies. Why? They live in a pasture. Why do you need to lead them? That's why we have horses. We don't need to lead our steers to the frickin' sale barn. Anyways, whatever makes no sense. Um, and in what world are you gonna pay ten thousand dollars for a calf? How does that ROI? It doesn't. But what does is commercial steers. Let me get back to the. Let me get back to the basics. Commercial steers. You're judged on four things, and then I'm gonna go on to the next question. You're judged on a record book, 25% of your score. Then you're judged on uh, uh, an interview or a speech, one of the two, about your knowledge on the industry, feedlot industry. Number three is uh, a written test, 25, 50 questions, how well can you do. And the fourth one is your cattle. 25% is the performance of the cattle. So you better not go spend a bunch of money because it's only a fourth of your final deal anyway. My sister was great at it. I was like, just okay, but it taught me a bunch and I still use it every day. That's what got me started into ranching. And it opened my eyes to like, how do you make money? You know, because it's a business. When you're ranching, you're doing it to make money. That's why we don't name our cows. We don't it's hard, I do name bulls. And that's why I got emotional when I had to put him down. Uh but we're in this to make money. And so that's where you start. So I did commercial steers all through high school and then got out of high school. I'd had, like I said, one or two cows here and there. But then in college, I got 10 yearlings, which is the stalker phase. You can get in and out really easily, you know, because you you sell them every year. Um, The cow, you're going to keep for eight, nine, 10, hopefully. But um, so I got 10 yearlings. Then the next year, I got 12 yearlings. Then the next year, I got 30 yearlings. um, Lost a few, lost... Kind of broke even that year Then I got some cows Finally started getting cows And I uh, got to where I had a bunch of cows And I just thought in my brain Like the more cows you have The more money you have Not the case um, Long story short I kind of I sold a few of those And, and now I'm at a, the perfect For me It's like the perfect Amount of cows that I want Where I can still rodeo I can still live my life And anyhow it's about equivalent of however many they would have at the King Ranch or Wagner's. So that's how I got into ranching, commercial steers, whenever I was in high school and junior high and elementary school. That's a long answer. You asked it. Hey, y'all asked it. Is it acceptable to wear cowboy boots if you don't ride horses? abso frickin Um Yes, it is. How long are you growing your hair out? I'm trying to get as long as your mom's back hair, all right? I don't know who asked that. I'm already going to Sankey School on your recommendation. Okay, Sankey Rodeo Schools. Bareback, Saddle Bronc, Bull Riding, bullfighting. Lyle Sankey went to the uh, NFR in all three Rough Stock events. He's one of four. I want to say Jim Shoulders, Ty Murray, Lyle Sankey, Larry Mahan. I think those are the, the four guys that have gone to the NFR in all four, all three Roughstock events. Anyhow, Lyle's one of those four. He's in the Hall of Fame. He puts on rodeo schools all over the country all throughout the year. He brings equipment. Sankeyrodeo.com. You want to learn how to ride bareback horses, bulls, broncs, go to one of his schools. You don't even have to bring anything. It's like 350 bucks, three-day deal. And the best thing about it is like some of you guys are going to go to that and you're going to be like, I, this ain't for me. Well, now you're only 300, 350 bucks in. You didn't spend $1,200 on all the equipment and then go get hurt because you didn't know what you were doing, and then you decide it's not for you. So Sankey Rodeo School is a great way to get started. There's a bunch of schools out there. Um, he's the only one that does it like pre-BC before this recent thing. Uh, he was doing like 30 a year. So he, he's probably toned it down, but, but in a normal year, he's doing 25 of them some bucks. So all over the country, couple in Texas, check them out. Sankeyrodeo.com. Brothers to Ike Sankey, Sankey, Pro Rodeo, the stock contractor. Have you ever been to rodeos in any other countries? The USA, of course, Costa Rica, France, and your mom's house. Um, I probably I'm glad I went, probably wouldn't go again. You know, it just kind of takes away from whatever your goal is that year. You know, just going and spending a week somewhere—it's a, is a cool experience. Had a, I had an opportunity to go to uh, Hawaii once, I'd already gone to France and Costa Rica. But I was like, man, I just—I got this other goal, and going to Hawaii for a week, like, I need that weekend to accomplish this goal. Um, I don't know. It was a wise choice if you're depending on how committed you are to your goals if at the end of your rodeo career, you want to have gone to all these other places, then that's fine. But me personally, I'm cool with on my day off, I'm going to sit at the house because, you know, when your day job is going to rodeos all over the country, you get excited about that. And then you don't necessarily want to go to like the Florida keys for a vacation. You know, you're just like hanging out, uh, jean jacket or sunglasses. You only get to, Choose one for the rest of your life. Uh, sunglasses, also on aviators. I was born with them. I'm going to die with them. Advice to start a rodeo career. Like I said, thank you, rodeo schools. But then the other thing is just commit to the process. You know what I'm saying? Bears, Bronx, Bulls. Bronx takes the longest to learn. Uh, Bulls is like the hardest to perfect, I think, over time bareback riding is the roughest on your body. They're all three similar because they're rough stock and the animals buck, but they're very different in execution. So, um, I'm, I'm great at all of them. That's me. That's DB. I'm good at all those. So the the main thing is get started, right? Find someone that where they are, where you want to be. Don't listen to just any Tom, Dick or Harry on the back of the buck and shoots who has been to um, the circuit final not not i'm i'm not trying to knock this but like they've been to the amy finals once six years ago just because they got their count and they didn't even have to win the money to get there they you see them on the back of the bushing bucking shoots they know more than you at that moment it's your first rodeo so you just go with them is that what you want to get accomplished um you just want to go to the amy finals because you get your count one year no not necessarily if it, it may be what you want, if that's all you want, that's fine. Listen to that Tom Dick or Harry. But if you want to go to the NFR, you want to be a get a gold buckle. You want to go to circuit finals. You want to go to you know something way higher up. Talk to the guys that have been there. You know, there's just a there's just a different knowledge level that you have to tap into. Was your father or grandfather a big influence in your life? Again, like I said, my dad. Props to him for hooking up with my mom. Really got me my first start. Favorite scripture um, today it is: "Commit your work to the Lord, and your plans will be established." Proverbs sixteen three. Do you know Fallon Taylor? Know her? I dated her. <laughs> it's my ex-girlfriend. Hey, old Fallon, I uh, miss you. Um, where'd you get Boone from? I got him from your mama. How many cows do you have? More than you, old son. If you are asking that question, I got more cows than you. And this kid was like, no, you don't. Me and we got such and such. I said, who's we? Me and my dad. How old are you? 14. Exactly. You don't own nothing. You don't even own that iPhone that your dad's paying the dang bill on every month. Get out of here, kid. I spend most of my time in the DMs arguing with 14-year-olds. Can you put Super Puncher on a resume? Yeah, you can, but I don't because I don't have a resume because I don't need one because I'm so good at my job. That's why I'm a super puncher and the greatest bull rider of all time. Why have we never seen you on a bull? Maybe it's because you ain't no cowboy or maybe it's because you just go to them little shows and your boy DB's at the big biggins, old son. Add some real money. Meet me at the top, all right? Must be this tall to ride that ride. You're out. Is it true you're the best cowboy of all time? I showed him a picture of me sparing a bull. Um... What are your thoughts on the state of the ranching industry, beef, horses, whatever it may be? And I said, it's only growing. It will explode in another five years thanks to the internet. We're getting more attention than any other generation has thanks to the internet. Um, Cowboys' lifestyle future, the cowboy lifestyle future is bright. That's why I wear the shades. What I mean by that is like, I mean, you've already seen it right here. How do I get started ranching? How do I get started rodeoing? That's the questions your boy gets, all right? Every single day. People want to come here to learn how to ranch. The reason for that is there's been attention brought to the industry. And people like it. I want to go learn to do that. And I believe that there's all these uh, people in the world that have no idea they're going to learn about th- this. And then they're going to want to come here and do it. There's a, there's other people that get frustrated with these people who want to be cowboys. They might call them wannabes. That word has a negative connotation. What you need to realize though, is because there was another question in here, what do you do about the people like the PETA that are against against our industry? You ain't gonna do nothing about them, you can't. You cannot change an extremist point of view, but you can change the people on the fence. You got extremes over here on this side of the fence, you got people on the fence, then you got our side of the fence. All these people on the fence, knock them over here. How are you going to do that? Bring, shed positive light on this industry. And that's what's happening. Chris LaDue had a song and said, uh, you just can't see him from the road. Well, now you can see us from the road because your boy's got Snapchat right here. Hey, bingo, out here ranching. So they're like, hey, that's cool. I didn't see you from the road, but now I see your Snapchat and I can see what you're doing out there and I'm interested. I want to do it. And what, and, and yeah, not all those people are going to become ranchers. A lot of the interns that come through here, they put a lot of miles on horses. They, they learn. they might get on a few bulls. They're going to go on, raise a family, be business owners. And then it's just this cool thing they did once, but they're on our side of the fence. Do you see that? Anyway, it's pretty simple to me. There's two sides of the fence. Put people on this side of the fence. And there, and that's where the internet is like, this is an awesome world, awesome life we get to live. So the internet is showing people that. Why was Donnie called Kyle in your older videos? It's because when I met him, he was drinking a White Claw and um, only dudes named Kyle drink White Claws. Then he switched to Coors Light and now he's Donnie. Donnie Ray Daytona see how that works what injury hurt the most re-breaking my collarbone I got stepped on by a bull in New Braunfels and it was just a slight break no big deal wasn't even sure I, I could tell something was wrong enough that I went and got a, an x-ray but wasn't that big of a deal just let it heal three weeks later your boy re-broke it oh dear heavens Oh dear heavens! They they gave me one of those shots that they give like people with kidney stones because apparently that's really painful, and so they gave me a shot in my butt. They were, this nurse was like, "Look, I know you're in pain. You've been in here before. You're not normally in this much pain." Boom, gave me the shot in the butt. She was like, "She wasn't even she wasn't even mid sentence done telling me like we have this other option. It's giving you a shot in and, and I had my pants down. I was like, "Hit me with it, ma'am." Um. Anyway. That one was pretty painful. Split reins or roper reins? Come on, old son. You're talking to DB. I'm a super puncher. I will occasionally tie my reins in a knot when I'm getting in a cow fight, but I'm not gonna ride in roper reins. I'm a super puncher and a ranch bronc rider. So I've either got split reins. No, I'm not a ranch bronc rider. I'm a I'm a rancher who rides bulls and broncs. Rough stock is what I meant. And so if I'm not Pulling on a bull rope with one hand Or a bronc rein, And it's split reins. What's your biggest fear? Concrete Are you the best super puncher? I'm actually the godfather of super punchers It's a wig Yeah I know No duh I got that good good wood gl- uh, wood glue Wig glue though You know what I'm saying Wig glue kind of sounds like igloo it's actually just got one more, take off one letter and it is igloo. Interesting. What do you have against chinks, old son? I actually, I don't have anything against chinks other than they don't keep me warm enough. I got a set of chinks at at in my tack room. I let one of the interns ride in them right now. Um, what else? And I posted a few IG videos, IGTV TV. Go check those out. Back to questions. Uh, what's it like finding another guy named after John Wayne? My man. My man. How do you commit your work to God if you don't have a strong relationship with him? And he's basically following up based on my my scripture that I mentioned earlier. And my answer was committing yourself to God is what helps you build the strong relationship with Him. You can't really, you can't fix yourself and then go to God. You gotta let God fix you, and He wants to. So, just go to God every day. How do you go to God every day, Dale? Uh, well, you pray, you read, you listen. What I like to do, a practice. You're like, man, I need to get back to the basics of living my life for God. What I would do. Read however long you want to, but, but read, um, a paragraph, a, a, a a chapter, try to make it a chapter, try to pay attention, maybe take notes, highlight something, then pray for, um, whatever, whatever's on your heart, whatever's on your mind. There's nothing you can, nothing, (laughs) there's nothing you can pray about that's too small of an issue for God to hear about. So pray about those things that are on your heart and on your mind. Then sit for five minutes in silence, complete silence. Just breathe. Just deep breaths. Just breathe and just listen. Try not to think about anything specific. Just listen. Maybe shut the lights off. Whatever you need to do, just listen. Breathe and breathe, you know, deep breaths and and just really, you don't have to sit in Indian style or none of that. Then... When you get done with that, turn the lights back on, write down everything that comes to mind. It can be a phrase, it can be a word, it can be a person, it can be a thing, it can be you know, a sin, it can be a blessing, some whatever. One more quick prayer. Lord, I'm gonna turn this over to you, crumple up the paper, throw it away. Brings you a lot of peace, I don't know why. A pastor suggested that to me a long time ago. Might be time I do it again. I did it last year, I did it the year before, It's time for me to do it again. 20, 21 days. I like to do stuff like that. 21 days creates a habit. Get a streak going on your Bible app. Read it. Read the rest of the chapter. Read that book. Read the story of David, old son. That's a cool story. And like back up to like King Solomon, like before David, like um, before David came along, like leading up to David, and then read the story of David all the way through. Man, that is like some heavy stuff. And the man committed adultery and then killed the lady's husband, but God still called him a man after my own heart. Hmm. Hmm. It's interesting for all you out there that think you can earn your way to heaven. We can't. We can't. We can't do that. We all kind of think it to a degree at certain times, like, I got to act right. Anyways. What's the best part of raising Buck and Bulls? Um, keeping them at JB's <laughs> is the best part. Um, and it, like I said, it's mainly because JB doesn't trust me. So, um, Which, I mean, he's out there. You know what I'm saying? He's out there interacting like... I'm, I go to these bull ridings, I spur my bulls for 90, and then I'm like out there like raising the check up in the air and like getting champagne poured on me and all that kind of stuff, doing the interviews, and like he'll hang back, and like he might have just one second behind me, he'll hang back, and he'll be like um, talking to the stock contractors and like, oh, this bull bucked really good, what'd you do for him? And, uh, you know, so he's learning these techniques. I'm just spurring them. You know what I'm saying? Um, and he's probably wearing a hoodie that's got my face on it right now, you know, probably. So that's the best part of raising bucking bulls. When are we getting married? I said, you don't want to marry me um, and then I point to this video, and it says, From the mouths of babes, I will let you hear what the little young five year old says. He said, Yeah. That's from a five year old. Dale Brisby's an a hole. So don't really, I mean, don't, you don't, girls, you don't want a Dale Brisby in your life. Ah. Uh. How'd you hurt your back the first time? Same way I hurt it the second time Um, in the rodeo arena, okay? it's where all my injuries have come from. I've had a few concussions horseback outside of the arena, but most of my injuries have come from in the arena. Do you drink? No, I've absolutely... I have an absolute great time without it. And it seems that negativity finds itself into a sober person's life because of alcohol. So what would... Be my motivation to drink. I, I'm not saying, like, I got plenty of friends, I got family that drinks, and I got nothing against it. I drive them all the time. I've just had a great time up to this point in my life without it. Why do I need it now? You know what I'm saying? I've lost friends. I've lost, like, people, like, literally lost them, like, they passed away from it, and they just no longer, like, for whatever reason, blew up while they were drunk, and, like, now I don't have friends because... Of alcohol, so it's just like I I I haven't drank up to this point, so it's just like I'm watching it and I'm thinking, hmm. You know what I'm saying? I'm not saying that you got you got to be sober to like. I mean, we're talking about faith, so like, I'm not saying it's a sin to drink to have a drink. I'm just saying I don't want to. You know what I mean? I know me. I know that I like to have a good time without it. I don't need it. On to the next one. Have you ever outscored JB on a bull anywhere? No, we go to different shows. Um, He mainly goes to them little ones. So we don't really normally compete against each other. A while back ago, your hair was fake, right? Well, it still is. Isn't Isn't it for all of us? Is your hair fake? Is your mom's hair fake? Then shut up. Exactly And then I accidentally Clicked away from it Best memory uh, I'd say breaking up With my ex-girlfriend Katie Kaufman you don't talk about A can of crazy Every woman Has a can of crazy They're just all Different sizes Some of them Might be a little thimble And when they pour That can of crazy out It's kinda cute Some of them Got like a water tower That's Katie Kaufman This woman Got like a reservoir Can of crazy To her Okay Anyway what's next best memory my best memory from 2020 was noodling all right another ex-girlfriend of mine hannah baron she didn't even actually know that we were dating but we were and then she broke up with me she didn't know that either i broke up with her it was actually mutual when people th- say things are mutual they most almost never are right michael scott anyway noodling that was a blasty blast 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 best memory anything horseback i answered this question like 3 times best memory put where i grew up you'd have to watch you, if you if you missed my instagram story then you you don't know good roping schools i said I know, ask trevor brazil because i don't know any good roping schools um is it acceptable to wear a cowboy hat if you ain't a cowboy I hope so, because I do. You know what I'm saying? I ain't no cowboy. Do light to moderate ranchers still reach heaven? I put a C.S. Lewis quote. The son of God became a man to enable men to become sons of God. Woo, C.S. Hey, hey, hey. That was good. Sorry for yelling. And I put anyone can reach heaven if they believe in Jesus Christ. I need more music. Anything NF. My three favorite NF songs right now are "Dreams," "I Miss the Days," and "My Stress." Those are my three go-to's. Anything NF, NF real music it hits with me on a on a personal level. My man NF, very real. You know what I mean? Very real. I'm sure he and I would get along. There's no BS with me. Just like there's no BS with with NF. Like we just we shoot you straight. Me and F, NF, we're so honest you can shoot dice with us over the phone or over a podcast. Boom, seven, you lost. On to the next one. Who's your favorite Native American? Derek Begay, fellow DB. Uh, favorite horse is Boone. Boone's my boy. Going to be 21 in April. Um, but they all got different functions. You know, Dale Brisby, he's the toughest. If I got to go rope like a hooking 1,600 pound bull in a, in a, thick brush. I'm taking Dale Brisby. He's tough as nails and he can pull the house down and he's fast. Now, is he the most enjoyable to ride if you're going to like take a girl out for a Sunday afternoon picnic? No, no. I mean, the, the, the enjoyable part about that is you're going to want to let Dale Brisby go and then ride double with her. So it might work out in that way, but like You ain't going to want to ride Dale Brisby, a.k.a. Blue Boy, a.k.a. The Spirit of Gray, a.k.a. Trimble, a.k.a. um, George Foreman, because he needed a new grill at the time, but he got a new grill. He got his teeth floated. I I gave you all those names in case you actually thought I was talking about myself. Um, Buckethead is probably my best young horse. Um, Coming up, Dr. Wheat Pasture Cattle on him. He's gentle. You can drag calves on him. You can pick up on him. Um, And then I got Buster Rhymes because I needed another pickup horse. I haven't doctored yearlings on him, and I haven't drugged calves on him yet, but you can. He's he's a young horse, but right now Buckethead's number one for the young horses. Seriously, dude, are you even a cowboy? No, I am not. I pretend. For reals. Do you want children? A lady messaged me and told me that um, I have some, but I don't think, she was telling the truth. I think she was being dishonest. So, um, you claim you're punchy but never show it. I showed him a picture of me next to a tied-down yearling. Uh. Excuse me. All you do is set up pictures and play like your cowboy. You see what I'm saying? That's what I do. All right? Bingo. That's all I do. All right? Leroy actually roped this calf in this picture. I didn't. But I'm standing next to it like I did. It makes me look punchy. So, that's my secret. I just told you, all right. I got on sunglasses because I got something to hide, and I don't want to show it to you. Starting a cult with a bozo. I'd say a day or two in a halter, and then switch to a like a huge port correction bit. Okay, Calvary shanks, like nine inch shanks. Day three. Okay, do it. So that's your boy DB in a nutshell. Um, let me go. I'm gonna I'm gonna answer maybe one or two more questions that I didn't. Let's go back to the the bunkhouse in Woodstown, New Jersey, and film another interview. That's uh, Mitch Montgomery said that that was the first video. If you if you look back, Woodstown, New Jersey, it was published July first, twenty thirteen. Um, it'll be eight years this July that we since we did the first video. Mitch Montgomery filmed it. Mitch Montgomery started the YouTube channel, and he sent me the. Um, password and the username and password. Then I I didn't post on YouTube a lot because I didn't know how Mitch posted a couple. I just had the password, but I I didn't know how to post on there. And so then I posted on, I I did Instagram, Facebook. i had already been doing Facebook. I'd had a Facebook account since 2010. Um, but the YouTube channel, Mitch helped me start. And, uh, so anyway, uh, It was like three more years before I realized, before I figured out how to monetize my YouTube channel. I want to say it was 2016 before I finally got a bank account hooked up to my YouTube channel. No, you do not get all that past revenue you missed out on. You don't, sorry. (laughs) But um, I was just having fun. And that's why I think people get that. They see that. It's still today, like, you know i enjoy making videos i enjoy talking to you guys on this podcast right now i enjoy messaging people on instagram i enjoy making videos that make people laugh i enjoy making videos that make people learn that you know help teach um so that that's why i think any of the success we've had we've gotten to because like yes at the end of the day we do have to pay bills but like that ain't why we're here and it's dang sure not why we got started. I didn't even know you could make money for like three or four years, and uh, and then it was just like, okay, cool. If we can, we can. If we don't, we don't. I got a bookkeeper who could clean me out. She may have already. I got no idea. I got. I don't even know what my bank account looks like because this woman takes care of me. She brings me lunch. Uh, she like takes care of my books. She, she's a single mom. She got five kids. And if she wanted to clean house on DB, she could. Because I don't really look at it, and I don't really care. I just like doing this, so this is what I do. That was my moment. Man, Mitch, you got me going down rabbit trails, son. Did you teach Derek Begay how to be a cowboy? Uh, no, but I sure gave him some tips. I'll say that, Mr. Mr. Um, what I got to do for you to teach me to ride bulls. All right. We just came back to that. I talked about it at the beginning of the podcast and I, I mean it. You know what I mean? Like I, I really mean it because what I need, like you need something. Guess what? I need something. That's every relationship. It's not, not every relationship. That's every business relationship. There's an exchange. Um, you know, you do something for me. I do something for you. I want to make sure I do more for you than you do for me. That's what I think is a good business relationship when you're both trying to do that. Now you want to come to my house, get on my bulls. I got to go, I got to go spend $600 on feed today for horses and bulls today. I'm spending $600 today. And those are just the bulls at my house. That's just the stuff at my house. That's not even like at at the camps. So, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to feed these guys that, that also doesn't count like the money it took to buy the bulls. And then if you want to come here and get on them, guess what? You got to help me out too. And I know that sounds simple. And I know some of you are like, gosh, dang, DB sounds mad. It's just that every day people submit, like they'll send a question. Like they send me their list of their, their dreams. And they're like, these are my dreams. What can you do for me? there's plenty of people in Winnebago that like, I'm trying to help them accomplish their dreams that they're not like, I I do donations on the side. Like why would I give just any random person a donation? Like I've already got my contribution side of my budget figured out. You know, I do all that in secret. I don't talk about it. But the point is, is like, you got to come in here and be like, I mean, what, what, do what if I just want to come live with you? You know, what if you're, the the uh HVAC guy. Hey, I want to learn how to put in HVACs because then I know I you know I want to learn that trade. Kind of like how hey, you want to learn this trade. I want to learn that trade. And uh, I just I want to come live with you. I need to live with you. And uh, I want you to teach it to me. Period. You're gonna be like, no. You can't just come live with me and learn my trade. I don't have time to teach you. I got to do my deal. Anyways. The point is, you want to come learn here, then find a way to like, let's make a barter, come talk to your boy. All right. Let's give me a reason to want to have you here. That's what, that's what all these people that are here did. That's what Donnie did. Donnie is a master editor, filmer, and he enjoys it and he gets paid well. So, like, I'm going to pay, I'm going to make sure you get brought more value than you bring me, but you got to at least try. Sorry, that was a tangent. Um, what's it like when it's snowing and you have to go ranching? You know, I think wheat pasture guys can answer this the best. And it was something growing up that, like, my old man, he would be, he would reference. He'd be like, "Gosh dang, it's cold today. It reminds me of running wheat pasture cattle." And I didn't really understand it till I did that for a living and uh there are days where you're just your bones are cold and you're resting in the truck or warming up between pastures but once you're in it and actually going like you don't feel it it's like a football game you know what i'm saying now when you try to throw the football just like when you're trying to throw a rope it is a little more difficult but like the rest of your body you're not miserable so long as you're now if you're a third string which i don't know what that's like but if you're second or third string and you're sitting on sidelines is miserable but when you're out there actually ranching and doing something, it's not so bad. It's when you got to stop and sit and wait for 30 minutes for, like, the other guys to show up ranching or whatever. Wheat pasture cattle. You want to experience cold, get some wheat pasture calves. Who's the best bull rider of all time, and you can't say yourself or JB? That's a good question. Um, you know, everybody's go-to is Lane. I think Lane was a great bull rider. I just don't know a lot about him because that was 1987 um i mean i've seen the movie 8 seconds but um tough heteman like them guys jim sharp that time frame like there was a there was a group that that ran together you know tough and lane and jim sharp like where they everybody in their rig for like 5 years won the world title the early the late 80s early 90s and um so there. you know tough's definitely going down as one of the greatest of all time you know uh jb's been to if he goes this year it'll be a 16th pbr world finals uh donnie gay won eight world titles sage kimsey's what's his six seven but You know, I want to go with somebody that I that I I know, and I don't mean like I know personally. I do know this person personally, but I also like I can see them ride. I can watch their career, and I think that Stetson Wright is going to be a force to be reckoned with. Uh, He's on the rodeo time team, wearing a sunset patch, and uh, that's my that's my dog. Him and his brothers just signed Statler Wright. Uh, Ryder Wright's going to go down as one of the great bronc riders. I think he's just like his dad. And uh, Rusty, too. But um, Statler, I think, is just going to ride Bronx. I don't think he rides bulls. He said he doesn't ride bulls. His dad won't let him ride bulls. Stetson was just too far down the line where he was just, like, killing it, and his dad couldn't help but let him ride bulls. Anyways, I think Stetson's going to go down as one of the greatest bull riders of all time. I think Ryder's going to go down as one of, if not the greatest, Bronc rider of all time. Just stupid consistent. I mean, y'all saw him first in the He won the first four rounds in a row. Um, boom, boom, boom. So that's just to name a few. But Sage, Sage is is right there. You know, very consistent and very correct form. Much like Clayton Sellers, another rodeo time team member, very correct. You know, in what they do and what I think that add what that helps with is the consistency the 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 longevity of the successful runs you know when you get that momentum you know you get hot and you know you're hot and you you just you're entering everything you can you know um when you're when you ride that correct it's just like i think i think sometimes it it, it lets that that momentum carry out a little longer than normal than than it does for other guys and i don't i can't even think of anybody that that is the opposite. I'm not saying, but anyway, that's, those are, those are my bull riding thoughts. Is there anyone from your life that you would spend your life with besides my mom? Gosh, dang, I was going to say that. And then you just took her out of the picture. How's my mother. She's great. Donnie versus Gabriel. We need to do some sort of intern challenge, something not physical, because they're both guys and, you know, they're going to get to, but some sort of challenge where they can, they were both bartenders, one a bartender in Missouri, the other a bartender in L.A. Very different bars, I'm sure. I've never been in either one of them. I've never been in a bar in Missouri. I don't even know what town he's from. I probably need to figure that out. Or a bar in L.A., for that matter. How long did it take you to teach JB everything he knows? <laughs> it's a work in progress, old son. Let me, I'll tell you that. Do you have any registered horses other than Busta Rhymes? Yes, all of them are, except for Buckethead. But do, would you really expect a horse named Buckethead to be registered? No, not me. Where do you get all your sweet button-ups? Panhandle Western Wear. Ever see Indian Relay? I did in Pendleton. Uh, have y'all ever seen the the Indian the races in Pendleton? Wild son. Wild, and it's, it's. if I remember correctly, it was young ladies and they were Indian, Native Americans. Wild, I'm telling you like, f- the fastest horse I've had is Dale Brisby, AKA Blue Boy, talked about him earlier. Wide open on Dale Brisby fast type horses, changing out, I mean like they're wrecking. Whew, whew. Just put me on a bull, put that little fence up into the grass and put me on a bull. What's it take to be better than you? Nothing. Get that out of your head. It's just a lifetime of disappointment. You ever work with Mustangs? No, no, I do not. I I just don't have that desire to like, I've worked with a lot of horses growing up and like Dollar was the first horse I trained. And he was like, okay papers, but like kind of hard. I was also like 12, you know, when I trained him. So I didn't know a lot about him. I didn't know a lot about horse training. I I did know more than you and your mom, but, like, I trained Dollar when I was 12. He ended up coming up crippled, like, three or four years later. I've had him ever since. Um, So if you want to tell me I don't love my animals, I've been feeding a crippled horse for a long time, okay? Year. I don't know. I don't want to do the math right now because a bunch of y'all asked me my age, and I don't want to tell you just because it's rude to ask. Anyway, Mustangs. I don't personally feel any sort of need to, like, put a bunch of time into a wild fricking animal that when it's just like, look, I got this quarter horse over here who it's going to take like a month and I'm going to be like sp- spin him around or I'm not even going to train them. I'm going to send them to somebody. because I don't want to do that right now either. Cause I got other things I want to do. I want to ride a broke horse. I've trained enough horses in my life. Sue me. I'm sorry. I want to ride a broke horse. I don't mind stepping on a bronc. Obviously. It's not that I'm scared of him. I just have other things I want to do during the day where I don't want to ride eight horses in a row, okay? Um, Right now, I got an intern that's riding all my young horses. I rode, I put the first ride on the horse, but I I let um, the intern take over, and I don't want to go through that with a Mustang. No desire. I want a quarter horse. Will you come to my wedding again? How much are you going to pay me? Where'd you get your chaps? They were a gift. I'm getting another pair built by uh, Bradley Gooen. Sorry. Brewster's brother. Um, best jeans, go. Reflex. Favorite boot, boot brand of boots. RC custom boots. They're out of Lubbock. They only come in full sizes. Normally, I wear 10 and a halves. Um, and, and some tennis shoes I wear 11s and their shoes, like I like a 10 that's like stretched out just a little, so it'll take a couple of days. But point is RC custom boots, look them up on Instagram, super punchy boots and and they'll do custom obviously too. So like you can get your foot measured there in Lubbock um, or you can just order them online, but check them out. It's worth it. Like if you get a size in and they're a little too big or small to send them back, it's worth it. Like, it's 2021, all right? People buy things online and exchange it. It's not that much of a hassle anymore. Um, Why are you hot? I just just am. I'm sorry. Actually, I'm not sorry. I'm sorry I'm not sorry. Would you rather wear a cowboy hat or a rodeo time hat? It just depends on the day. I, I live in West Texas. A lot of wind out here. Sometimes you wear a cap. Typically if I'm on a horse I'm not going to wear a cap. Like it's a rare moment you see me with a cap and I'm horseback. Um, now I'm fighting bulls, I'm in the rodeo arena, I'll throw on a cap. If I'm driving, you ain't going to see me in a cowboy hat. I freaking hate the brim hitting my headrest. But I also don't want to take the headrest off because I hear that like that's like when the the if the the bag, what's the bag? The uh the, the it's like a sleeping bag but like but with air in it. Airbag, when the airbag comes out and like supposed to like hit your head, if the headrest is not there, then it's like you die. So like I don't like to take the headrest off and I don't like my brim hitting my headrest. So I got to wear a cap. If I'm driving, cowboy hat on the dash, cap on. If I'm like going out to eat or something, probably going to wear a cap. Um, I try not to get ca- caught with a, a cap and tinny runners. As a super puncher, so it's either a cowboy hat and tenny runners or a cap and boots. That's just kind of my go-to. Sometimes you guys catch me in videos and call me out on it. I understand it. It's just because you're you're staying after me, following my own rules. Again, if you do wear caps or shirts, if you don't wear caps or shirts, if you are shirtless right now, this message is not for you. But if you have on a shirt right now, this message is for you. DaleBrisby.com. You see this shirt back here behind me? You see this beanie? You see this cap? We even got cowboy hats. We got hoodies. We got jackets. We got backpacks. We got mugs. Um, It's all to go to feed the hungry. All right? Your boy gets hungry three times a day. Excuse me. That was loud. I did not mean for that to be loud for you guys. Um, It's all for to feed the hungry. Seriously, it will help actually feed some hungry people that are local. I'm not going to talk about that. I don't need to talk about that because I don't like to. I don't like to talk about any sort of like, I never do, I very, very rarely do things online where it's like proceeds go to. I just do it on the side because I don't want you guys to know about it because that's what the Bible says to do, like give in secret. And uh, so that's what I do. But I just wanted to add it because like, I get hungry. Anyways, whatever. Favorite bareback rider. Uh, Casey Field, Tilden Hooper are pretty dang fun. I've been trying to sponsor them. They won't text me back. Like I was texting Casey the other day. I was like, hey, dude, I want to sponsor you. He was like, oh, I'm all about it. And they just started, they just ghosted me. And I haven't heard back from him. (sighs) Whatever. Is your real name Dale? Shut up. Have you rode with a Mexican saddle? Ah, oh, it's, it's an Indian riding a Mexican saddle. Indians got their own special way of riding. See, this one's got silver conchos. Probably stole from it. Might have even killed for from it for it. Would you ever consider cornrows? I would not. Hooey two three five. What do you say when someone asks how many, how much land or cows you have? More than you. All right, one more question, and then we're going to sign off. How do you combat nipples chafing on chilly mornings? Um, great question, and um, I, I tape or a t-shirt. I wear one of my super soft t-shirts because normally that's when you get the nipple chafing. You're you're super cold. You're wearing a starch shirt. All right, warm days it's not that big a deal. Your nipples are soft. You know what I'm saying. But if you're cold, you're you know you got that tho. You know, and so I put on a t-shirt. Or tape, athletic tape. And then I know I said one more question. This is actually the last one. Do you respond to your fans? Yes, I do. Not only in DMs. I try to in the comments, but also in text messages. 940-353-0890. That that is my phone. You got to put your name in, put your age in, your town, and then the text message will come through. And um, I just sit and respond to people. Um, sometimes I'll tell you like, for instance, if you would text me the word podcast and I'm going to respond to people in that group. And uh, that's a good arbitrage. You can also comment. I usually check every comment. So if you have texted me or DM me and I have not responded, comment on my Instagram post, check your DMs and text. And you could even say what it's about or not, but that's how. That's the best way. To, you want me to see your stuff? That's going to be the best way, is commenting on an Instagram video. Text me, then comment. Say, hey, check your text, dog. And then I'll go check. Went to town. I'll be right back. See? Takes care of me. Probably bringing me lunch. Um, anyways, yeah. Also, check out com If you've listened this long, then maybe you're fan enough to at least... Uh, want to be part of the team. um, You do not have to buy a thing from me ever, ever. I will still text you all day. There's not like this secret club where you get to more attention from DB because I really don't care. Like I do care because I I, got to pay her bills too. And she got five kids and I got, you know, we got eight, nine, 10, 12 employees. Sometimes Donnie's got to eat. We got bulls and horses, but like at the end of the day, I like doing what I'm doing and I'm pretty content. So somebody's like, what you going to do if it all ends? I was like, well, I know what I was doing before. I didn't have anything but a horse, and I was pretty happy then. So pretty happy now. If you get your joy, the same thing with rodeo and anything in life. This will be my life advice because we always do life advice as we sign out. Just be careful where you get your joy from. Be careful where you get your um, peace from. A lot of people say happiness, but I say peace because there's times in your life where you're not going to be happy, but you can be at peace. Um, be careful where that's where that your source of peace and joy comes from. Because if it's, if it's rodeo or money or a person, then you will get let down. If your source of joy and peace is the Lord, you will never get let down. It's that simple. So if you get your joy from God, Every single day. He's going to be the same in 7,000 years as he is today. But whatever amount of money you have, like this, this, our currency could fail. We could be like trading some different currency in two years. The person that you get your joy from could fail you. Probably will because people fail. If it's a new truck, guess what? It's a machine. It's going to break down. If it's a rodeo, one of these days you may not be rodeoing. i I, I I do like I do hate it when people are like negative about stuff. Like this guy was like, "Hey, we want you to come uh, uh, make an appearance." I was like, "I can't." That weekend I got a rodeo. He's like, "Well, well, you just need to know one of these days they're gonna have it without you." And I said, "Okay, sir, I will never make an appearance at your facility ever. Like, come up with an amount of money, write it down, put it across the table. I'm not coming ever." because he was like telling me like don't tell me what to do like that you know people don't like that like when i'm done rodeoing i'm gonna make that decision and ain't because you want me to come make this appearance and tell me anyways um thank you for watching thank you for listening the the last advice i'll say is do the right thing for the right reasons and live with the consequences Do the right thing for the right reason and live with the consequences. I'm Dale Brisby. Keep sending your questions in. Tell us who you want on the next podcast, and uh, I'll keep answering them, and maybe I'll bring them on on the podcast. Hit me up. Text me, 940-353-0890. I'm Dale Brisby, and I'm on to the next one. Pow, pow.